and welcome to the Redesigning Your Relationship podcast with your hosts, Yvette Valdenegro and Giovanna Burgess-White. Each week, we'll be discussing topics around relationships with a tangible, current, and forward approach. We dive deep and do not shy away from keeping the topic for your interpersonal relationships real. From business associates, acquaintances, to the most intimate relationships, we cover it all. You will laugh, learn, and be inspired by our approach, conversation, and amazing guests. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of YGC Redesigning Your Relationship Podcast. I am your host, Giovanna Burgess-White, with my co-host, Yvette Valdenegro. Hello. Oh my God. We're so excited to be here. We had a jam-packed two weeks, two amazing episodes, episode on my story, episode on Yvette's story. And this week's episode is us answering your questions. Thank you to those for those who submitted questions. Um, really got us thinking about our past relationship, our stories, where we are now, new relationships. And so we're just really excited to be here and share that with you. But before we get into that, for those of you guys who don't know, we have a brand new podcast, a brand new season. We love um, being here for you and we really want to help women redesign the marriage that they've always wanted and desired. But we're also here to talk about all relationships yep. in your life. Um, you know, the world does revolve around relationships. <laughs> Say that three times. Um, and we wanted to bring those topics here for you. So you'll be seeing more guests on our show. Um, and you, we're here for you. So send us the questions. If it's relationships with your spouse, your partner, your children, uh, maybe it's relationships with work. Maybe it's a relationship with yourself. This podcast is made for you. So we want to hear everything that you need from us. You want to share anything else before we get started? No, I think that's a great segue into everything about them. So to reiterate what you just said, we are now doing, we're laser focused in on uh, women, relationships, relationships in general. And we thought we would start off with really just talking about our relationships, because I think when we're, you know, we're vulnerable, we've gone through things, we've gone through this entire process and now we're sharing it. And I, we both thought it would be a great idea. Just like, let's just talk about our journeys so that if anybody at any time wanted to go, I kind of want to know more about them, their past, what they've gone through, just hear their thoughts, processes, then that's what you shared about. Out of that, like you said, has come some really great questions that we want to address on this podcast, which is exactly what we want to be doing. Because listen, this is for everyone out there in there for the relationships. And when you directly let us know, hey, let's talk about these certain things, we're going to bring it. Yeah. So, which was also going to make you go listen to the last two. So we can recap here all you want, but you need to go listen to the last two episodes, episode nine, part one, episode nine, part two, that really does share the story about who we are and then the why, why we're doing this, why we are coaching women in their relationships to redesign their marriages and to create a marriage that they deserve and they desire, but also just by having our relationships kind of like for everyone to know that there, um, you know, things have changed and um, we're still dealing with a 45% divorce rate. We're still dealing with um, people just not spending the right amount of time in their relationships and working on their relationships uh, as well as working on themselves. So with the questions that we had today, you do have to go back and kind of listen to the stories. And we um, as coaches do 
talk about the Becoming Her framework. So as you listen to our podcast, you'll hear more about that. But we teach a very solid framework around how you have to be her in that relationship in order to see growth, to see success, to see change, and for your partner to obviously want to grow alongside with you. Most couples expect the other person to either change for them or have these expectations. I'm like, why don't they want to, um, you know, be in this relationship with me, but really the work comes from us and comes from within. So when you do hear us talking about the framework, that's really what we're talking about, being her in the relationship that you want and you desire, being her and making sure that you are willing to put in the time and the growth and really um, understand who you are as a person, but who you want to become in your relationship. So we hope that kind of helps as we answer these questions. Well, I just also, okay, so being her, let's just break that down. What the hell? I mean, yeah, it's a framework, but what does being her really mean? And I feel like just the short, simple answer to that is, who do I want to be now? Mm-hmm. Whether it is, again, my work with my children, more importantly, my relationships. So being her just really just means if I look in the mirror, who am I seeing? Who am I being? in the now to be in my relationships. I think, I feel like that is the easiest, most way, because you're going to hear us saying that over and over, be her, be her. What the heck does that mean? Really just means who, who do you want to be? And then the, what are you doing? What are you going about your life to make sure that you are actually being her? And again, that's a process. It's a framework. And I want to make this encouragement. It is not just something you wake up in the morning and it's not like I wake up and pull my sheets off and go, today I'm her. No, I. it's a constant changing, developing, growing, molding. Because actually, I in my head, I go, I want to be her in this way. So what am I going to, what do I need to do to be her? Or what do I want? All, the, all those things. But that kind of changes sometimes. It's kind of like sometimes you go, this is my favorite shirt one day. Or I don't know, six months later, you're like, not so much. Because I kind of got tired of that or it's worn out, but I want to continue to grow in an area in my own life. So as I'm growing, I may think this is how this should be, but there might be a little tweak in it that I go, no, not really. I think as I'm learning about being her, which is being me, I may change it sometimes. So it's a constant, constant, beautiful work, actually. Yeah, it's it's definitely mindset, attitude repetition, daily routine, um, mentally, physically, spiritually. And so we are super blessed to be in a community with women who are working on becoming her and every relationship in her life. And so for us, these questions, you know, kind of, again, made us go back and think about our previous relationships. And if we had the framework and we had the tools, if we had the mindset, we had the attitude and really the perseverance of being her in our relationship now, would, would our relationship have changed? Would our marriages have been different? Which I'll say that is what, when we told our stories, obviously our past, the journeys that we went on, we both, and you're, again, you're going to have to go back and listen, but we both have stories about past relationships and how they've changed over the years. So like Gio said, someone had asked us, so if you were doing this framework now, would that have changed the outcome really of your first one? And I'll let you answer that first. Yeah. So yeah, my first relationship with my kid's father. I mean, that was over 13 years ago. So oh, hold on one second. Technical difficulties. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Technical difficulties. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what? Okay. 
Sorry, I thought I pushed stop and it didn't. Um, yeah, my marriage, my first marriage, would me being her at that time have changed and me having that framework? Look, we had a great relationship um, at the very beginning. We did, we went into counseling, we did therapy. And unfortunately, it wouldn't have worked because I was a, a very, I got married at 21. I had my uh, Alex at 22, I had Bailey when I was 25. And I didn't even know who I wanted to be in that time frame. You know, I didn't know who I was. I never really had been taught to write those things down, to really start becoming the person, have those dreams, have those goals. I was just more in the, hey, I got married. Now I'm having my kids. I have a great job. And doing all the things that I thought we, I was supposed to be doing and doing all the things that I thought were going to make me happy. And so and at that time, and you know, unfortunately, I was rediscovering myself and really kind of uh, growing into the woman that I wanted to become. And I didn't feel like it was the right thing for my spouse at the time to have to change. I didn't want, you know, I kept on wanting to change him, but really it needed, I wanted to change myself. And as I started to grow and I started to change, you know, we, he didn't like that. I didn't like, you know, like the person I was becoming in that marriage. And we didn't think that that was the best thing for our children. So, you know, when you go back and listen to that story and how it took us a whole year to really get divorced because we did all of the things correctly. We paid off our debt. We wanted to, you know, put all of our ducks in a row before we actually got a divorce. Um, you know, looking at it that now, 12 years later, it, you know, we're, we have both grown differently. We both are remarried. We're both in two wonderful, healthy relationships. We have, um, you know, two children together. He has a stepdaughter with his wife and we were on the paths that we needed to be. Unfortunately, that, you know, that path wasn't us together forever, but we did have a great season. And then we also had a huge season of change, which I think also helped us grow and also helped us become better in our relationships going forward. And I say that now because, you know, my husband, Chris now, and his, his wife, Marisol, two amazing people who are, accepting us for who we are, for the people who we have become, for the people that we still want to be. And we have our, I would say like our now goals are, we have individually, but we also have them together. And then we also have it now as a unit, as a whole family. Like we, we even though we're divorced, we're still together forever. We are going to have our kids. We're going to have our grandchildren and we have grandchildren. So we've really learned to create a life where it all makes sense for all parties involved, for the, for the full unit, not just for us as individuals, but for our children as well. So I do think that, you know, would it have helped? Yeah, it would have helped me tremendously with communication and understanding who I wanted to be, but would it have helped the marriage? I don't think so much because that wasn't the person that he married. So I hope that kind of helps. I know that's kind of no, deep, good. but it's, you know, going, we, we had some time to think about these questions and going back and putting in all of that. I know I just don't think that that was would have worked in that situation. Okay. Well, you, you were really good. That was great. I'm in my head. I was like, my, I feel like I'm going to get deep, not deep, but like to the core, because I feel like this is going to help someone. Cause sometimes, and the whole, let's just put it this way. The whole reason we're doing this is because we believe in marriage. We believe that there is a, there is a way to communicate and to be that two people can come together and make it work. And again, we're, we're coming from, but you have to start with yourself. 
you really have to look within and go, like you just said, who am I really wanting to be? So I'll go back in time. And so to answer the question, do I think that this process would have changed the result of being in a divorce? And unfortunately, I'm going to have to say no. And mine, mine is really simple. Number one, when you're going through um, just the process of figuring out, is this someone I should marry, not marry, whatever, and you're talking about the compatibility piece, that is so important because it was very unfortunate that whether it was compatibility or paradigms or even the way our view on the world and the way the world should be was not in alignment. So even working hard on paradigms or shifting mindsets and thinking in a different way, I, I, of course you can always say, well, everything's possible. Right. But I think that we were so completely different that I'm not really sure that we would have even doing the work, even me going through that work, because I think the work is what gave me and is allowing me to see just how much different that was and not in a negative way. I don't even look at it in a negative way. And I don't even look at the other person in, in a negative way. I just look at it like it, you know, it's this, or there's like, you're, you're working together to something, which leads me to a real cold reality too. Um, sometimes it, it just isn't, you know, and, and when someone tells you, this just isn't, then you kind of go, okay, I can't work with this. Right. No matter how hard I try, no matter what, no matter how much I knock my head over with paradigms and trying to figure out myself, if someone is literally telling you this is not going to work, then you kind of have to just go, all right, I get it. And again, not in a negative manner, yeah. but that's really the piece of why we really want to be with women and talking to women because it is a beautiful work and um, going deep within yourself is really ultimately going to, like we always say, not just affect your relationship with your um, significant other, but every part of your life that you relationally interact with anybody. So, um, and then I think I just would add to that, that when you are doing that work, it is a spiritual, mental, emotional piece. And it's amazing. I mean, like it really is amazing. And we've seen the other side of that, which is it really, if I am growing as a person, and I could say we probably even see this in each other. If you're growing as a person and you see that person um, wanting to do things for themselves in a better way, you have more understanding, you have more grace and you have, there's something inside of you that just goes, I'll pat, I'll pat myself. Okay. But I'll give you a little more grace period. Like Gio would be doing that to you, but I'll give you a little more grace because I see that you're really working on this, or I know the goal in which you where you're moving to. Yep. And so if I'm, if I fall, if I trip, if I get off path, if I, she knows but I know where you're working towards. Yeah. And so then it becomes even more of an encouragement, more of an understanding, more intimacy, yeah. even with really great friends, which just even makes it 10 times more with your spouse. Your spouse. Yeah. We want to take a quick moment to let you know this episode is brought to you by Ignite Her Society. 
Ignite Her Society is a personal growth and development network for women. A community where health, wealth, and purpose come to life. For more information about this one-of-a-kind platform, visit IgniteHerSociety.com. At the end of the day, nobody in a healthy relationship is going to be upset with another person growing and blooming because when they see that growth, and we've, we've seen that just with the women that we surround ourselves with, they want to be part of that. They mm-hmm. want to be like, in the community. They want to hang out with us. They want to, like, what are you doing? People see change and changes that's good. And they want to have like, like, give me some of that. And, right. and that's what we want to do in marriages. And again, we're all, this is all based on statistics. Like we're not just making things up right now. The divorce rate is 45%. Only I think we, the last time we checked 18% of couples are getting married in a church which requires premarital counseling. What's happening to the other 80 plus percent who are not getting married in churches who are not going and saying, Hey, let's work on our relationship before we get married. Because, well, let's just say like, no one says that no one says, Oh, let's, yeah, let's do that. Instead of, you know, getting married next year, let's spend this whole year and let's talk about communication skills. Let's talk about our Enneagrams. Let's talk about, you know, compatibility. Let's talk about non-negotiables. Let's talk about like all the things that most married people talk about in two, three, four years in their marriage, and then they get divorced. No one's doing that. We saw that when we were, you know, coaching engaged couples for four years and they don't see a problem because the problem's not there yet. So we are literally talking to our clients now about those things, which is communication, lack of communication, not understanding how to communicate, uh, finances, money, like huge, huge blowouts. I think that's the top reason is finance finances. Um, and then three sex and intimacy. So when we have this platform and and we're able to talk about it, it opens up, um, it kind of opens it up for women to start to even have those conversations because they haven't had them. Mm -hmm. And it also helps women get more comfortable with the growth and with doing the work themselves, because you cannot put an expectation on anybody your spouse, your children on something that you're not even comfortable doing. That's just not the way relationships work. So, you know, the framework that we use now with our clients, the frameworks that that we use with ourselves, the framework that we're certified in does work, but you have to, you have to start with yourself Mm -hmm. and it's going to take time. Like we keep on saying this, like, it's not an overnight thing. You're not going to, it's like, oh my God, we were fighting all the time. And now we're like, oh, everything's perfect. No, it's going to take time. This is a, a baby step process because it's working with yourself first, doing the growth, doing the work, being, again, it's the attitude, the mindset, the emotional, the mental, the spiritual. And then your partner is going to see that and start to do that themselves. And then at some point you come together, right? And so this is great. These are great questions because I think that the part two is um, let's do, let's do the part two becoming her. Uh, okay. This is very practical. So you do come against other people's paradigms, other people's past history, their own complex emotions. So if let's just say we're a couple, I'm over here doing my being her and I'm working on me, then it's hard really because I'm working on this. And so then where does that leave you? Because your thought processes, paradigms, your own personal history and your emotional well-being or whatever, you're you are you. Right. So so I would say the easiest way to answer that question is if my if Yvette is my partner and I'm seeing her do the work, 
And again, it takes time. It's, and I don't have a timeline for that. Keep some people three months and be six months. It can be a year. And I'm seeing her do the work. Part of the work is also understanding me as her partner, as her spouse. She's going to be taking the time to understand my communication style. She's going to under, have the conversations with me about like the views on relationship, the views on money, how I was brought up. She's going to have the conversation with me on like, how can we become a better unit? How can we communicate better? What's, what's your preferred method? She, she is going to do the work. It's almost like the work for us because again, someone has to do the work and as her partner, it's going to be a lot easier for me to be like, Oh, I would love to do that. Or, you know what, this isn't going to work for me, but let's, let's, work on a plan together versus someone just initiating a conversation and going, I need you to do this, this, and this, and I need you to do it by this time. And if it doesn't happen, then you know what, we're going to get a divorce. That's the mentality that most people have. Right, right. So it really is, it's, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to see. We've, we've seen it in our clients and their businesses and their relationship with their children and the relationships with themselves. So not only just seeing that, like I know that in my marriage, it's happening. It's, we're still in that growth period. We have seasons, things change. And, you know, Chris and I are, you know, still working on what is the best way for me to communicate on his level? Because that was, it's, 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 I know how to communicate with myself. I know how to communicate with him, but with how am I going to be there for him so that he can also reciprocate? And I think that's really, really important with other people's paradigms. This is when people say, like, I can't coach a couple. I can't coach the spouse. Well, we only coach the women because we know the work. When they do the work, everything else will flourish. Now, there are going to be instances where the marriages don't work. And again, we're pro-marriage, but there are situations that you know, we, we're not counselors, we're not therapists, that we would say, you know, we recommend you doing this. And there's also relationships that are abusive. There are relationships that people don't love each other in that. And you can't make someone love you. So, you know, that's the other, what, 50% of America. But if we don't do the work, how are we going to know? Yeah. We're just assuming. And most couples assume whatever the other couple's thinking. Most couples oh, God, start sure. to make up the stories in their head. And it becomes a spiral domino effect of like, well, that was never even the root cause to anything, to any problem in our yeah. relationship. So kind of hope that helps. That's kind of deep. Well, too. you know, look, think of some examples. Number one, if say communication. Someone asks a question, the other person, why are you always asking? Okay. Well, you can go back and go, oh, God, it irritates me so much every time he says that. And, you know, it's just getting worse. I can't even ask questions anymore. And he just bit off my head. Fine. I'm just going to ignore him. Okay. What is that going to, what is that really going to do for your relationship, especially over time versus you walk away and you go, okay, at this moment, what is my goal? Where am I trying to go? And only you know that, which leads me to my second point. I find that probably the hardest thing to do and the easiest thing to do. The easiest thing to do is when you're having a problem, dee, 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 dee. girl, you won't just believe what just happened. Okay. You're now getting information, confirmation, and affirmation from someone who's not even with you at the moment, doesn't even really know what happened. And of course your friends are going to be on your side as far as like, but again, guess what happens? This isn't this is another my phone the person on the other end my friends that's another whole nother paradigm that's a whole nother set of thinking they have their own values again what is my value what are my thoughts what are my goals i gotta start here and not look everywhere else yeah 
And at the end of the day, we talked about this earlier today. Nobody wants to put in the time. Mm. This really does take time. It also takes planning on the calendar. It also takes communication with your spouse and meeting halfway. So example for that is, you know, putting the date nights down, getting excited about it. If you got to schedule sex, it's okay. Sometimes you have to do that. Get excited about it. Put in the time to understand your partner's communication style, putting the time to know their love language. Like there's so many pieces to the puzzle, but nobody wants to take the time. But they want the benefits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, we talk about this in our, in our private group. We talk about this um, with our businesses. Like we put our businesses, our children, the schedules, everything's in the calendar. Everything's perfectly timed. We don't put the time for ourselves and we don't put the time for the most important relationship, which in our group is our spouses. And then we wonder why things aren't working. Yeah. So if you can really um, schedule the time, really understand, have the conversations with your partner, start to learn, be patient because it's a process. These things will fall into place. Um, and then, you know, the last the last question, which I'm like, yes, of course. Yeah. I don't understand why people don't have it, but they don't. Do we have what we call now goal relations or now goals with our partner, like a, a goal for myself lofty that are lofty. Yes. yes that are like, yes, this is where we want to go. Yes. And also future goals. Like I don't think that any couple shouldn't be planning their yearly goals, but like five year plan, the 10 year plan, like if, if anything, after the last two years, like that should definitely be a vision, a goal, something that as a unit, as a family, you know, work together, even if you have children, like they should be part of the plan, but also your now goal for yourself, your now goal for your relationship. I think just having that written down, talking about it, talking to your partner about it already starts to help the line of communication. And they see you as a person, as who you are, you see them as a person, who they are, and then you see yourselves on the goal on who you want to be together. And that I think, well, we know, no one does that. No one puts the time. No one has goals. Everyone just assumes that they're just going to ride this wave in life and relationships are going to happen. <laughs> and like, oh, you can read my mind. I should read your mind. Like, why aren't, don't we have this amazing relationship? And no one's relationship is perfect, but there is healthy, uh, open line of communication, couples that can talk about all of the things and not get upset with each other. Couples that know this is not the right time. I know that, you know what, you just got off of work. You've had a long week. You just got back from a trip. Like you need to know all of that and be the person, be the bigger person. At the end of the day, as women, we do have to be those people. And that's why the work comes within us. That's why the framework works. And once those changes start to happen, your spouse will follow along with you and create those now goals and those future goals with you. Boy, I can just hear right now. No, they won't. You guys have no idea. You have no, there's no way I could ever come right now to my person and say, these are my goals. This is what I want. You know what? Then you're in the right place because really that is your thought process telling you no way. Instead of again, starting from within and go, Hmm, let me dream about that for a minute. What if just what if it could be different? Is it worth, is, is your relationship, your family, your children, everybody, is it worth just considering? And so if you're that person right now that is saying to yourself, now you guys should no, this is all hogwash. You have no idea. This would never work. Then we want to talk to you. You're the perfect person because yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> yes. And that's why we have this podcast. And that's the way we have our platform. 
we want to thank those those sent those questions and we will have more questions that we'll be answering throughout the other podcasts as well and other guests but yes schedule a connection call with us we would love to do a one-on-one consultation with you to see how you can redesign the re- most important relationships in your life it is time time is of the essence we don't know how much time we have on this earth and i really want you to put in the time in those relationships put in the time for yourself the growth blooming, whatever you want it to be. It's beautiful. And um, we hope that you have enjoyed this episode. So we'll see you again every week. We're here. Um, And if you're watching us live, thank you so much. If you're watching the replay, you can answer or ask questions in the comments. And then if you're listening to us on our podcast, you can also submit questions through there. We can't wait to see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Redesigning Your Relationship Podcast. Don't forget to comment, ask a question, and leave a review for this podcast. We are committed to providing information and tools for our listeners to take action steps in all of their relationships. If you would like more information to connect with us personally or begin your journey of creating the relationships you've always wanted, then please visit us at ygcollaborations.com.